Good evening, brothers and sisters. This is Donna's podcast. This begins another day for another day's journey. The message today is entitled, I Surrender. The scripture text that it's taken from is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1, as well as Philippians chapter 3, verses 3 through 16. There are two short phrases that I want to address today. One is to give up, and the other is to give it up. To give it up means letting go of something. But when you say give up, it means to surrender. Relating it to the spiritual realm, giving it up means letting go of anything and everything that is not pleasing and acceptable to God. To give up means to surrender your whole life to Him. The writer of Hebrews tells us in chapter 12, verse 1, to lay aside or throw off every weight and sin that does so easily beset or entangle us and run with patience or perseverance the race that is set before us. The words lay aside or throw off is another way of saying give it up. However, when we drop down to the next verse in that passage, the writer tells us to fix our eyes on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher or perfecter of our faith. What this says to me is, although I am told to lay aside everything that keeps me from drawing closer to the Lord, I am also told to look to the one who can help me. We cannot give it up until we give up. We cannot lay aside or throw off sin until we surrender to the Lord. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. We really can't do anything without him. So, we fix our eyes on the fixer. Jesus spoke similar words to the disciples in the Gospel of John, the 15th chapter. He said, If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. He says, But apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, here's the point. If we do not surrender to the one who made us, we won't have the strength or the ability to give it up. Our attempts to change our ways and our old habits are only futile efforts that have no lasting effect. We find in Isaiah 58, the Israelites were trying in their own futile efforts to draw close to God by way of fasting. They were being very hypocritical in their service to God and to others. Therefore, God would not acknowledge their time of fasting until they did it the way he required. The Lord says it best in the 29th chapter of Isaiah, verses 13 through 14. He says this, These people come near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Their worship of me is made up only of rules taught by men. Therefore, once more, I will astound these people with wonder upon wonder. The wisdom of the wise will perish. The intelligence of the intelligent will vanish. If we could call it for what it is today, we would say that they were just putting up a front. In the spiritual realm, we would call it just plain immature. We do not have to put up a front for the Lord. He knows us. We have this disease called confidence in the flesh, and that gets us in trouble with the Lord all the time. As quiet as it's kept, that's why we don't give it up. 
because we always think that we can accomplish our own goals our own way and just call on the Lord when we get in trouble. The problem is we make a mess of it every time. My focus today is on giving up because if we don't give up and surrender it all to the Lord, giving it up will be useless because we'll keep falling back in the same hole that we came out of. Giving up means to grow up. The Apostle Paul is the best example of one who never looked at himself as one who had arrived. His desire was always to draw closer to the Lord. I'd like to call it pressing to the next level. In the book of Philippians chapter 3 verses 316, Paul talks about three levels of his own press. You can never go wrong when you're talking about yourself and not someone else. In this passage, Paul talks about where he was, he talks about where he wants to be, and he talks about where he wants to go. As Christians in this era, we also find ourselves sometimes up and sometimes down. There are times when we feel like we're on top of the world and can move mountains. And there are other times when we feel like we can't get a prayer off the ground let alone reach heaven. These are seasons of pressing. When we talk about pressing to the next level, it suggests a progression towards maturity. As Paul talks about his own life, he's addressing the press from one spiritual level to another. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 3 through 6, Paul says this, For it is we who are the circumcision who serve God by His Spirit, who boast in Christ Jesus and who put no confidence in the flesh. Then he begins with verse 4 and says this, Though I myself have reasons for such confidence, if someone else thinks that they have reason to put confidence in the flesh, I have more. Circumcised on the eighth day of the people of Israel, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew of Hebrews, he says, in regards to the law, a Pharisee, as for zeal, persecuting the church, as for righteousness based on the law, Paul says he was faultless. What Paul was really saying, beginning with verse 4, was that according to man's standards, he had arrived. He had met all of the requirements of the law. He was educated, and he operated with a sense of passion. He was excited about what he was doing even though it was the wrong thing. Paul was a persecutor of the church. Paul had what the Bible calls a legalistic righteousness, which was nothing more than self-righteousness, immaturity, carnality, and religiosity. This is the level that many of us find ourselves. We're carnal and worldly. Yet we convince ourselves that we got it together. We're doing all the religious things, we're showing up for all the meetings, we're paying our tithes, we're visiting the sick, we're helping the pastor, and the list goes on. All of these are signs of doing the right thing. But the question is, where is our heart? The problem is that we are too busy trying to please man and failing to please God. We are immature. We're fighting one another about what is right and what is wrong. 
were bickering with one another about insignificant things instead of joining forces in prayer and seeking guidance from God. We're jealous of one another, envious of one another, arrogant and flamboyant. We really do need to give it up. This same type of immaturity hindered the Corinthian church from going to a higher level. Paul called them worldly. You can find it in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. He warns them also in verses 18 and 19 of that same chapter by saying, Do not deceive yourselves. If any one of you thinks he is wise by the standards of this age, he should become a fool so that he may become wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness in God's sight. As we move back to the scripture text in Philippians, Paul acknowledged that this is where he was. He was living according to the dictates of the flesh and standards of men. He had everything he needed to make it from a worldly perspective. But he came to realize that what he really needed in order to make it had to be from God's perspective. As we move further in the text in verses 7 through 11, Paul begins to talk to us about where he wants to be. Beginning with verse 7, Paul says this, But whatever were gains to me, I now consider loss for the sake of Christ. What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ Jesus. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Paul is saying that he wants to move from self-righteousness or man-made righteousness, to God's righteousness. The Apostle Paul is reaching for where he wants to be, a progression to maturity. He's grasping for intimacy, wanting to have a deeper knowledge of Christ. Beginning with verse 12 in the scripture text, Paul addresses it from a more realistic and a more mature view and says this, Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, Paul says, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then, who are mature, should take such a view of these things. And if some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. My dear brothers and sisters, there is a blessing in the press. We find in Hebrews chapter 5, verses 7 through 10, 
that even Jesus matured through submission. The writer tells us in the seventh verse of Hebrews chapter 5 that he was heard, meaning Jesus, heard by God because of his reverent submission. We also find in that same chapter, verses 11 through 14, that there is a word of correction that we can receive as believers to help us to press on to maturity, which would be where we want to be. The third and the highest level is where Paul wants to go. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 20 through 21, he says this, But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that we will be like his glorious body. What level are you on? Recognize where you are and press for the next level. Is it carnality? Is this where you are? Arguing, fighting, jealousy, division, lack of knowledge concerning the word? Or do you want to know Christ more? Is this where you want to be? Hungering after righteousness and intimacy? Realizing your inefficiencies, inadequacies, and striving for growth? Pressing for the mark? Or are you looking heavenward? Looking to where you want to go? Recognizing that this earth is not your home and that your goal is to do whatever it takes to make it in. Give it up. Let it go. Give up and surrender all. Thank you for listening. Be blessed. Have a safe day and stay tuned.